Sorry, did we start? We've pressed wrecked. Cheers. We're out of the drought. Uh, Has it literally. been six weeks? <laughs> Starting off with a nice glass of Sav Blanc. By Sean Smith. Yes, yeah, so... It's our um, drink of the episode. Yes, we're continuing on the um, one episode so far trend of drinking something from the SA or Adelaide region. <clears throat> whilst we podcast and... Um, I bought a uh, bottle of Shaw and Smith Sav Blanc, um, 2016, Adelaide Hills. Excellent. Uh, they're a great It's been in Jack's company. fridge for about five weeks. And yeah, I bought it so long ago. <laughs> and um, it is three o'clock on the Tuesday afternoon. So. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, I'd chill for this company. Like, my life depends on it. They've got some great stuff. Anyway. Excellent. Let's get into the episode. Just if, if you didn't know, my name's Jack. And, and um, I'm Daniel. And you're listening to Uninspiring Adelaide, where we actually talk about all the cool stuff. The cool stuff. Um, like the supermoon. Did you see it last night, Jack? <laughs> oh, wow. Straight into the supermoon. Yeah. Um, I did. Yeah. Thoughts? A lot of hype for nothing? <laughs> it was all right. It was pretty big. Like Super, a... though? <laughs> it, was more of a... it was more of a... It was more of a... Like a... Like a... Like ooh, a... moon. Like a... Or a... Oh, oh, yeah. the moon still exists. Oh, yeah. Moon. Not a... Super moon. That is not... It wasn't the superest of moons. But I did look at it with my binoculars, and it was pretty cool. Like, you could you. see the craters and stuff. Couldn't see the Apollo lander, though. Did... But the moon landings happened, so... <laughs> That's a whole podcast in itself. Do you not have your you telescope think... anymore? No, that was my brother's. It's I gone. thought so. Also, tweet us at uninspiringadel if you think the moon landings happened, because they did. And if you say otherwise, you're banned from the podcast. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> so, do you know what it, no, want to know what I did this morning, Jack? What did you do this morning, Dan? I moved 10 wheelbarrow loads of compost in the backyard, which was very uninspiring. And to top it all off... It was with a wheelbarrow with like a completely flat tire. Oh, welcome to the bloody workforce, Daniel. It was quite a like Bruce Dorr homo suburbiensis moment, I have to say. <laughs> we you do know, need more Bruce Dorr. Dirt underneath the fingernails. But it got me thinking to this um, anecdote by Mr. Sanatican. He used to tell us. So he was like our teacher. Who te- was Mr. Oh, he right, was, sorry. Uh, Unley, he was our teacher. We had him for home group in year eight and nine, and we're playing footsies. <laughs> sorry, sorry, to, sorry, to, sorry to distract you, Chuck. Keep also, going. drinking game for your all listening to this episode. Drink every time either Jack or I says "cha." Yeah, excellent. Okay, so I was uh, moving the compost this morning, and like my back was killing me, and I was shoveling and I was shoveling, and it got me re- thinking about this story that Mister Sanatican used to tell us because we had him for home group, but we also had him for um, maths as well, mm. and he was all you know. So year nine, everyone was really uninspired. Mm. Name of the episode, in name of the movie, in the movie. <laughs> Get your story out, Daniel. Come on. The only oh. reason for me to do this is to become Superman 4. The quest for the... Oh, oh that's, that's why they call that. Shut up. Okay. Tell your story. Okay. Uh, so then he... So everyone was really uninspired with the with the whole, like, we don't want to do mass. Like, what's the point? And he said, do you know why... And it wasn't about just mass in general, but it was just about doing really well in school. He said, did you know that there's a job... <laughs> That he had experience with, um, he didn't actually do it, but he met someone through one of his jobs who worked for a sewerage plant, literally shoveling yeah. the corn build up from um, like sewerage at a sewerage waste plant. So basically, all the sewerage comes in, and apparently, it goes through some filter, and all that's left is like the corn that the body doesn't process properly. And there's a person who gets paid to shovel that out of the like filtration system. So do your maths, kids. 
So, Daniel, how is that new job going? Yeah, it's um, really good. Yeah. <laughs> Very rewarding. My back's killing me. <laughs> uh, but it's char. not too bad. Chaz. Chaz. Uh, so, Superman was epic. Have you been up to anything interesting lately? I bought a In... car. Yeah. That doesn't really... That's not really got anything to do with the price it's of nice. rare, but like It's different. <laughs> and it's orange, actually. It actually does have orange in it. Yeah. Um, so, I'm seven grand lighter at the moment. <laughs> um... Uh, and it goes well. It I've does been, go well. I've been for a ride around the block. Right, a bit of a spin. But that's that's not entirely interesting. Um, where did I go? I kind of... I've been working so much, I haven't really had time to go anywhere. Mm. Speaking of work, what are we doing tonight, Jack? Oh, I'll get to that later. Ooh. All right, we're going to keep you um, Because I want to I want to keep it on my um, Adelaide stash. For sure. What did I use? Well, currently we're using Sean Smith's Smith Blanc. Going down um, very well. You bought a European car, so that's not really Yeah, sorry. Local. Well, literally no motor my vehicles are made My father recently bought a Holden Commodore. So yeah, I know. And the last one's to be made at Lisbeth. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. They're still making them, just. Yeah, sorry. I bought an Italian car. <laughs> I do sound... Oh, God. I sound like such a wanker when I do sound Honestly. One thing I did do recently, though, as well, recently, it's been so long since we've done an episode it's not that recent yeah i've probably done a lot of stuff that i just can't remember <laughs> interesting nonetheless <laughs> so i went to see ballpark music at the oh, Garth, yeah. which was on thursday the 13th of october it is tuesday the 15th of november so we're talking over a month ago Jeez. but so good mm. so that's the third time i've seen them live and they tour a lot actually because they just put out heaps of music so they're a australian band from brisbane they oh. perform at falls they've uh they've been to splendor a couple of times um and they were recently in Adelaide earlier this year at a location I'm not going to disclose, but for those of you who follow the band, you'll know where it is. Ah, uh, yes, and, and uh, we can all agree that it is... It's all... not the best venue for live music. Yeah, no, it's not. Sorry, I knocked the table there, but no, yes, it is um, not the best... It's a terrible place for live music, especially of that kind of live music. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially that kind of live music. Quite but cramped. like, music, live music in general there isn't good. Stick, stick with better places anyway so when it was very funny because they came out onto the stage and i didn't see them at that gig earlier in the year but they came back and they said oh welcome back adelaide like we're so happy to be here at the gov (laughs) emphasis on the gov Uh, the gov's great the gov is such a good venue i honestly forgot and i think i've seen a few bands there but like ballpark music they just have such a high energy and put on a really cool show so they did about 20 songs and Mm. so the the t- concert or the gig was for their new album, um, Every Night the Same Dream, which is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. If you listen to Triple J, guys, you might have heard a few of their songs. I don't listen to and Triple J. <laughs> compared to some of their other albums, which are quite high energy, this one was a little bit, it had some more ballads and, um, Ballards? Ballad. Ballads? Ballads. Ballads. <laughs> Tom Ballards. <laughs> you listen to too much oh. Triple J, January. <laughs> <laughs> no, that had some ballads and um, kind of like more chilled music, but performed live. It was really, really cool. But they still did so much of their old stuff and such high energy. So Sam, the lead singer, and Jennifer, who's oh, the bass Jen. player. I yeah, no Jen, idea. <laughs> they just do some like awesome harmonies, mm. always like spot on, like goosebumps, hair raising stuff. Cha. Really, really cool. So that was a chart event. That like, was. It chart sounds pretty chart. So you can use chart in any... You anyway, can use it in any context. Let's educate these people. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, chart originates from the vine of the lady lying in bed with her headscarf on, and she lifts it up, and she goes, chat <laughs> And then, this other dude is like, <laughs> parodied the shit out of her, and he goes, chat <laughs> And so, Cha is... Cha is an institution. It's um, a South Australian meme now. It's gone off, so you all need to start using it, I've decided. Um, can I... 
weigh in. Good segue moment for something I actually I posted on Facebook for the first time at like 3.30 a.m. the other day. I'm yeah. not sure if you saw it. Prime time. I'm just going to refill my Sean Smith. <laughs> okay, good. Because I deserve it. I've, done <laughs> I've also good. climbed One Tree Hill this morning I'm up sh- the steep way. So, shut you know, up. I've just done it all today. You've ruined my good segue I've about joined, Vine. I've joined the scouts. No, okay, fine. Vine, Vine. Rip Vine. Rip Vine. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Let's well, drink like, to Vine because drink to Vine. that to is Vine. an institution. That's closing gone. down. I feel like do you reckon like the live Periscope on Twitter is going to take over nope. the whole Vine I, thing? Well, I hope not. I hope some better alternative is found because mm-hmm. we've got a burp. Oh, pardon me. I'll um, feel the dead air. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, Vine, like as I said, I'm pretty much just going to be covering my Facebook post. Okay. So if you have me on Facebook, Jack Erickson, Jack uh, at Jack Erickson <laughs> on Facebook, I don't know how that works. Um, Ad me. Uh, <laughs> God, well, um, Vine, Vine. The only good memes come from Vine. I agree. Think of a Vine. Think, sorry, think of a meme. Just any meme. Uh, free Shavaka dude. There we go. I'm in my mum's car. A potato <laughs> flew around my room. And then just all the remixes. Like as well. seriously, like, like too much. Like pretty much. That um, can't tie your shoes, but I can fuck your bitch. Exactly, yeah, like all, all that there. stuff comes from Vine. Do it for the Vine is now in like pop culture. When it goes, yeah. we're gonna have nothing. We're gonna have to go back to top and bottom text pictures with Charlie Sheen saying "winning" or like oh. that little kid with the fist or like fucking bad luck, oh, Brian. Bad luck Brian and like <laughs> yeah, oh my god it's like, gonna be the dark ages I know like, like, seriously what are you doing that's what Twitter memes if you like look at the history like essentially just started out as you know the classic image with text over the top which but, is fine like as the the medium has progressed like multimedia mm. vines are so exactly thin. and Instagram videos are just they're just not the same because I feel no. like Instagram isn't the same kind of platform because no. it's more of a serious platform Vine was a lot of the it started off being like a... You can't loop on Instagram. A, a, yeah, Vine started off being... They, they wanted people to take, essentially, a moving picture, which sounds dumb, but, like, say you're overlooking, like, a, a, a river or a city. You're supposed to just take yeah. a seven-second video of that that mm. would loop. So it would kind of be like a GIF, mm. pretty much, of a yeah. picture. Um, but then... And creators, kind of like, because it loops, it kind of perpetuates that moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not exactly. And then mm. these really creative types came and... Um, thought this is a really cool and it was really simple to edit with it was really intuitive and then they came up and thought we can make really cool six second videos Mm. or six or seven second videos and it was amazing and their play with they can only have six seconds like you have to be creative in a short amount of time people don't have long to or people allegedly or don't want to believe that says a lot about the uh, attention span of the average person they don't want to at least believe they have enough attention span to watch a second yeah more than seven seconds but like it it was just amazing how creative people got i feel like the only thing that's surpassed or that's very similar to vine but has succeeded in its own right is snapchat but now you see all the other apps that are following the Snapchat trend. So we've got the My Day on Facebook Messenger, oh. which automatically updated on my phone and I hate. Yep, and so. then like tweet us and Facebook us if you hate the Instagram stories. Although everyone seems to be jumping on board with that. I never do. But I feel like I don't some use people, Instagram very often. people like definitely worry more about the aesthetic of their story on Instagram. Than yeah, Snapchat's still Snapchat. just a piss, uh, like a piss take. And I feel like with Snapchat, it wasn't like a thing where you had... And you couldn't really comment, you couldn't like, so yeah. you, like if you were a creator, you wouldn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. With Vine, it was just a short video service that you would, like a, I don't want to compare it to YouTube because it's different, no, but a lot of Viners now different. are jumping to YouTube. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like you had that supporter base. And what actually happened, apparently, allegedly, is the twenty top, like twenty of the, like the biggest viners, the people that had been there from the beginning, they went to Vine and said because Vine's having like money problems, it's hard to advertise on because they're only six seconds. Mm. They pretty much said, <clears throat> "You might think this is ridiculous, and it is, but I'll explain why it kind of is less ridiculous than you think." They said, "We will if you pay us this amount of money, which a year." which was $1.5 million each, we will continue to keep putting stuff on your platform and advertise and make it viable. That sounds ridiculous, right? It sounds less ridiculous when you... Ridiculous. Ridiculous when you... um, When you hear there was one Viner... um, God, I can't remember his name now. I should have... Anyway, yeah. Is um, it that one who always does the, like, Stewie Griffin? Uh, no, not Thomas Sanders. Um, it's funny when you watch all the Vine compilations, and we have done this more than I'd like to admit, <laughs> um, the actual, like, the Viners, like, YouTubers, there's actually, like, this, like, subculture of Viners. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, like, when the, the first people, when you start making money of Vine, they were all living in the same building in yeah. uh, LA, yeah. um, so they could make Vines with each other. Anyway, one of the Viners, I can't remember his name, but I will be able to show you the receipts if you want. Um, um, he got paid to make a Dunkin' Donuts um, a vine with Dunkin' Donuts Mm. I think it was Dunkin' Donuts or is it Krispy Kreme it was a donut shop and it was a 6 second video he got paid 300 grand for that one 6 second video because it had over 5 million loops it got shared on Facebook a million did you say 300 grand? yeah that's pretty good and like that's more than they would it would that's less than it would for a high, like a long-running TV ad, yeah, this guy makes it assumably funny, um, relatable, yeah. and like it has mentions the brand and stuff like that, and like that's why they believe that they can garner a lot of money, which I kind of get, yeah. But it does seem ridiculous and a bit money hogging with like people like King Batch and like the Marcus, the Johns brothers, and um, uh, like a, a, a saying, give me fifteen. 1.5 million US a year and yeah, we'll that's keep your thing afloat but I guess now that they see it like a business um, yeah. which is fine you imagine if they did give them that much money like have the, the people at Vine would say okay well how many uh, videos or how many six second videos in that year do you have to make to exactly it, 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 it's, it starts getting too business they did that and then they only put out like 10 yeah um, <laughs> I think there was a number in, of Vines that they would release in that contract I don't know it very Super well. Yeah. <laughs> Very super well. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's going to be disappointing to see Vine eventually go. A lot of the Viners yeah. are jumping over to YouTube um, and Instagram. Um, mm. A lot of Viners already had YouTube. Um, so what will happen to... So all the Vines that are in the like the web domain will just disappear. Yeah, Same so like that's all why... All the ones that are linked to Tumblr. Yeah, I so always, always... So now people are jumping on the trend of making their own compilations and uploading yeah. them to Tumblr and Facebook, which I've like, been watching a lot. So the, the video memes, not just Vines that appear on Facebook, you know how sometimes people do them with the white background with writing and yeah. then there's the, the clip's smaller. So yeah. I guess that's kind of like re-blogging, but like giving it its own yeah. kind of like... Yeah, I so mean... So those <clears throat> won't disappear. I just... I don't want everything to go onto Facebook. I just don't like it. I just yeah. don't like it at all. Anyway, that, it's so going to be sad to see Vine go. I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine recently about how you cannot search for, like, the good quality memes. They have to come up organically. Which is fucking awesome, I it's believe. so cool. Like, so I was we trying to find a Tumblr post the other meme, day and I just we couldn't talk find about, it. I swear we talk about this every episode, but meme culture is going to be studied. But because we live in the, like, information age, the actual colossal undertaking of going back and researching different meme trends. So we were saying, for example, about the Harambe trend. Oh, can't even believe we're talking about that, but we are. <laughs> um, like, in meme, meme terms, that has lasted 
for an eternity. Yeah, like, I mean, what, to, what to an extent, still year? going, like, subtly. Subtly still going. I mean, it's kind of, like, ingrained now. A bit yeah. like how... Meanwhile, Cha is, like, about to peak. Cha is about to peak. And then After this episode, it's going to peak. Like, yeah, Cha will die, so... Mm. I can't wait right. for it. Like, I'm going to use it while I can. Sarah Harlan will But it's like how winning, win, winning went up and down straight away. Um, yeah. Charlie Sheen, like, I, yeah. I win here, I win there. Yeah. Um, what, what are the other... Just crap like that. Just, it... it yeah. I just can't explain how annoyed I am that Vine has to go. Yeah. And because obviously Vine... We should start a change.org campaign to keep it. (laughs) If you guys want to keep Vines... Uh, Jack and I will start a change.org campaign. It won't I'm make saying a this after a glass of wine, so it probably won't happen. <laughs> now, nah, well, um, Twitter runs Vine, and we, yeah. there's, all this, there's all this conjecture about, is it going to... Are they going to bring over those short seven-second mm. videos onto Twitter or something like that? Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I just think that's yeah, something... Yeah, incorporate you, it into the Twitter. Um, it's it's annoying um, to mention that, but, like, I feel like that's a good discussion to have. Um, if you have any other Vine... But branching off that discussion, a few of your Instagram videos are kind of, in a comedy sense, like Vine. Yeah, I know. It's because I wouldn't have... I want people to see them. True. So, like... (laughs) And no one follows me on Vine because it's not, like, Australian young people or even... Millennials. Or even Australians in general, or even anyone in general, really. Uh, We were talking about the other day with someone, or I was, how... Twitter, being young and being on Twitter, being like the main social network, is very British. Yeah. You always see it in British TV shows, from my opinion, and in British culture. Like, I hardly do anything on Twitter. I use Twitter and Vine and mm. stuff like that to follow famous people. Yeah. To follow creators. I like it's like how it I, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect to have subscribers on YouTube because yeah. I don't put out content. I find it interesting uh, to see, like, Australian particulars commentary on certain things. So whether it be a TV show, for example. So, you know, if 7.30's on or if... Uh, I used it a lot during Gruen, so, like, yeah. you'd go on while the show's yeah. watching. The only thing is, though, in Adelaide, I mean, it, the Eastern States are already tweeting about the episode half an hour ahead of me, so you have to be careful that, yeah. like, you're always going to be half Exactly. Half well, Same with q and I'll be like, oh, it's just started, and meanwhile, people are tweeting about the fifth question or yeah. something. Well, I go on Twitter when the cricket's on. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Jack for... recently, sorry, that's just going to say grab, jump on that segue. Uh, Jack recently sent me a Snapchat. The cricket was so boring at one point that in Perth was it? Yeah, that they filmed an Emirates A380. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The cricket was so land. boring that they had a plane driving, uh, driving well, flying um, over Emirates, the Emirates. If you're listening, we're happy to sponsor you. Um, we will sponsor Emirates. No, no we don't have that much money. Us. They can sponsor us, and the podcast can be available on their in-flight entertainment system. <laughs> yeah, that's how boring the cricket's been. We won't go there just at, yet or at, at all. Um, but the accuracy was good content. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you. But Jack yeah. didn't know what plane it was. I had to tell him. But, you know, <laughs> it was the fucking video. I don't know how he tell, told. Sorry. I had two light deckers and four engines, but don't even get me started on that. <laughs> we won't, I won't chuck confirmed. Oh, they are so Eshay. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's unboxed it. Eshay. Right, um, let's have the Eshay conversation. Let's, uh, okay. Daniel said to me, Eshay. This is so Eshay the other day, and I didn't know what the bloody hell he meant. After I bought a pair of Vans. And you bought a hat worth um, $2 million. But that was Lululemon, so it's not Eshe. That's just like, yeah. get out See, of my Caucasian house <laughs> vibes. Speaking of which, <laughs> no, Joanne, the, Joanne the Scammer today released a new line of merchandise. New line. It's one item. <laughs> a new product. 
in her merchandise uh, apparel section. And it is <laughs> this doormat that says, get out of my Caucasian house. And I really love it. And I love so much. And if much. you have any, if there are any listeners who like want to send us gifts, um, <laughs> gifts, gift, <laughs> gifts, a gif. <laughs> Send us that. Send us that. And Daniel, I feel like I should mention this now. We probably can't keep jumping from topic to topic before I, I finish talking I about Eshe. Okay, Eshe. Okay. Joanna Scammer is pretty Eshe. Follow her on Instagram. <laughs> um, and I am Brandon. Um, I didn't know what Eshe meant, so I looked it up. <laughs> yeah, on Urban Dictionary. Yeah. My and it's pretty much just Australian, Australian version of Chav, really. Yeah. So it's kind of just like... So boys who wear like... Nike Airs mm. and Nike I'd, Air Maxes. Like, yeah, I tell you what, like the kind of Nike like puff puffy jackets, puffy jackets mm. and then quite often a rat's tail, Benson and Hedges. So like I'm not Esha at all, but no. I'm gonna start using the word. Yeah, the Esha and Ilche Ilche is often used as well. Um <laughs> I'm not kidding, I looked this up. Yeah. Uh, happy research. So if you know an Esha Hit, hit me up about uh, um, spot <laughs> spot an essay at hotmail.co.uk, which is a completely follow real us, email follow address. Follow us on at essay on Vine, and you'll see no content and, <laughs> and no one, surprise you still have the app <laughs> and that profile doesn't exist. Oh, and so. all right, I want to go from a depressing subject like Vine and essays, <laughs> and the fact that Vine's closing. Um, one more, two, one more click, one to more Vine. click. How is the Sean Smith, by the way? I'm fucking loving it. Yeah, Excuse I'm my actually, language. It's going down so well. Fruity taste. Yeah. Well. I thought it was going to be really dry, but it's actually quite good. Mm. And this is their cheapest wine. It was like yeah. 25 bucks at its most like expensive. I like a viticulture student. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd hear that word on our podcast. Um, We're cultured here. It's, you, you, if you go to Dan Murphy's LOL, um, you'll only pay max 25 bucks for this. And when you plug worth. your own workplace. <laughs> yeah, I, know. Uh, I try not to. Um, anyway, something more upbeat. And upbeat. Daniel, I would yeah. like to challenge you okay. to see if you can win. 30 cents and 30 seconds. Now, I have, you might have keen, If you're a faithful keen listener, listener the, the inflation, <laughs> inflation has, has, has led to me I'm wanting, my stopwatch ready. Want, wanting more time for this segment. So this is where I ask Daniel a series of questions. They can be opinion questions, just questions that I need just cold hard facts to, or just something I want to get to know Daniel or help to get for you to get to know Daniel a little better. Oh, that so makes me really the money worried. is here. This is me clinking. You're lucky I've had a drink. <laughs> Drink or two. We should do a count. It goes down easy, Let's do it? a count down. I feel like, oh, it doesn't do seconds. There we go. Okay. 48 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> How right, long have cool. you got? No, I'm on my other if note. 48 minutes, I could reveal to you my whole life story up until on this two, point. Three, four, five, six questions. Okay, we are 22 minutes in, and I'm on my third glass of Sean Smith. Jesus Christ. I've got to drive somewhere after this. One time, Gavin Kim, anyone? All right, I Jack. Think that's be my last can one. Can I hold the thirty cents while we do it? Because that'll make me like work harder. All right, cool. All right, I'm so three. nervous. I'm so Shut nervous. up, oh, Jack. <laughs> three, two, one. Oh no, wait. Sorry, you <laughs> <laughs> cannot do that. Should we do it, um, Family Feud style, where the clock starts at the end of when I ask the first question? No. Uh, yeah, that'll make me nah. Whatever. No, no, no. The clock starts. You're when I finish the question. Okay, go. All right, cool. The time starts when I finish this question. Okay. Who would play you in a movie about yourself? Uh, Brad Pitt. Quote a line. No, Troy Sivan. <laughs> Quote a line from Star Wars. Oh, fucking hell. Um, Death Star? <laughs> Did you go to Spain? Yes. Last year. It's actually um, like four days, Shut one up. year since I got home. Most money you've ever spent on a hat. $40. <laughs> Name an airport named after a famous person. Charles Kingsford Smith at Sydney. <laughs> Cathay Pacific or the GAN. Cathay Pacific all the way. Yes, that's what I said you 
You've won 30 cents. Yeah. Also, I have... The GAN is really, really good. But, like, Cafe Pacific is next Who's level Charles thing. Smith? So, Charles Kingsford Smith is, like, one of the famous Australian aviators. And there's also the JFK airport. At That's New York. what I was kind of looking for. Ah, there's many or, others. um, there's, um... The, the, you the John have told, Lennon you airport. You should have asked me what the airport code is for Charles Kingsford Smith. Why SSY? Well, it can't... why do I know that? <laughs> well, to be honest, the, uh, when I googled it, the um, it didn't come up with one of the, it. Just came up with the American mm. ones. But hey, so oh, it's no, actually and... in four days, one year since I got back from Spain. No one cares. Also, that which means I must ask you, Jack. Do you have a smartwatch? I do have a smartwatch. Oh, what do you use it for? Nothing. Um, no, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> did you go to Spain, Daniel? Just to confirm. Yes. Good. Wait, All did right. I? No, I did. Yeah. Yep, Check out my blog. Moving on. <laughs> WordPress.com. <laughs> Twink in Spain. All right, I'm just going to take this $30. I'm going to hand it to that intensity. <laughs> Inflation. Oh, uh, that was, I'm like on a high after that. Oh, all right. Too much. Uh, Daniel, do you want to talk about... Um, uh, do you want to talk about Trev this episode? Yeah, I do. So we were talking What's a Trev? little bit... Uh, well, so just let me do the intro into the yeah. segment. So we were talking about... Um, <laughs> that was weird. I went like weird... Just start bougie, talking like, about Trev. Like if you live in Burnside. Oh my God. Um, I'm actually like drunk now. This is not good. <laughs> um, so last episode we were talking about the State Theatre Company's... Um, brochure for next year's program for next year it's going to be a great season there's some really really cool shows Mm -hmm. including the post-electric play mr burns cannot wait jack and i will definitely be reviewing Mm -hmm. that so then i thought because our demographic is sort of people our age um we'd like to thank trevor's is really so trevor's the old is the new fringe benefit so if you're under 30 you can sign up for free and you get a little code that matches to your account and basically um a lot of ticket sales through Bass, so tickets for the ASO, or you can get the fringe benefits. Mm-hmm. So you get insane discounts because it's to encourage young people to go to the arts, which is what we do here at Uninspired. Yeah, like support, support your local support the arts. Support your local arts. Um, so it's great around fringe time, festival season. If you want to see anything of the ASO next year, they've mm-hmm. also released their program for 2017, and it's looking really, really cool. Yeah, we so you sign up for free, yeah, and know, you get awesome. mad discounts. So it, I reckon. There was one play that I went to see last year, and I reckon tickets were like seventy-one or seventy-four dollars, which is outlandish. Go on, but also, yeah. <laughs> and then the concessions were in the fifties, and I got mine for forty-two dollars. So it's like crazy amount of saving, and and you can sign up for free. That was awesome. Mm, so because Trev, I think it stands for tickets, reviews, events is what Trev stands for. Look, they could have just called it mm. Tree. True, but then like Trev is no a Tree. Bit more, bit more. <laughs> But the connotation of tree. Oh, sorry, it's not bourgeois enough. (laughs) Far out. What kind of tree would it be? I'm trying to visualise the tree. <laughs> oh, so we haven't spoken about where we're coming live from today. Oh, yeah. Far we're out. in the Ericsson household trophy room. <laughs> this is um, actually not... It's not like a trophy room in the sense of it's just a token room. Yeah. It ha- literally just houses the trophies. Majoritably, majoritably. We'll go with it, yep. <laughs> One by my lovely sister, Emily, so um, who was a champion about, Irish dancer. I think there's actually close to 50 trophies up there. And there's more up there, and medals as oh, well. Oh, well, there's definitely more than that. But it's a bit overwhelming. And there's also, like, a stuffed doll representing Emily as an Irish dancer, and it is rather scary. Yeah, that's very But, like, they match the aesthetic, aesthetic pretty well. 
So I'm feeling very unaccomplished right oh, now. You as try I, living it. As I, <laughs> as I drink wine. There's also a half-finished puzzle of the Mona Lisa. Oh, that's mum's fault. I recently went to Moana Beach and was really disappointed that I didn't see the famous painting that everyone goes there for. Moana Lisa. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I feel like the tone also, of the podcast Emily, is taking, con- low, just taking congr- a down This step. is why we shouldn't drink. <laughs> congratulations to Emily for uh, living... In this household, for as long as she did, in a single bed. Oh, I take yeah. my hat off to her oh, for that. Out. And a pink room. Uh, yeah. Like Emily, you're 20 something. Yeah. She doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> Excellent. I've got one more thing I want to talk about. No, sorry. <laughs> just the just after that, I just feel like we're just having a drink, bitching about my sister. Not, <laughs> not reminding me that we're podcasting is we actually sending it out to the no, entire. No, no. I think it's great that she's won so many trophies. Oh, no, yeah. It's actually inspired me. It has in, in the spirit of the it's podcast. Kind of just, um, in the spirit of the podcast. She's kind of just squashed I'm, my creativity. I'm going to leave this room years. to get lit. <laughs> Fam. I think I got lit in here, though. <laughs> Um, so now can we finally talk about what we're going to do tonight, Jack? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we're talking about the thing I invited you to. The yeah. mannequin challenge. Okay. Um, Boys that speak French. There is um, going to be something filmed tonight. I don't want to give too much away. Okay. Um, because it, I'm not sure when it's going to be put up onto okay. the internet. But it is a public event. There, Yes. Kind of. Um, sure. By event. Um, anyway, by the, time, by the time this goes out, it'll have happened. It'll probably have happened. Um, Excellent. Uh, at my place of work, kind of at my place of work, in my building there is a club called Mr. Kim's, and they have a club night called So Far Gone, which is an amazing club night run by some amazing people. I'm not kissing their asses at all here. <laughs> um, and um, So Far Gone is pretty much just a night dedicated to an R&B artist. This first one started with Drake. You probably heard about that. They had their replica of the... um box that Drake danced in in Hotline Bling, which was really cool. That was really cool. Um, then they did a, they had a um, uh, Kanye and Kim one, which was next. And then there they had Beyonce a... Beyonce one? Uh, Beyonce one. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z. How was that? That was really good. Um, yeah. Then they had Chris Brown. What did they do for the Beyonce Jay-Z? I think, I feel like the Drake box that they did was the best well, thing. Well, I feel like that was just their... The thing to get everyone in. Yeah. They're, they're trying to do more things like what I'm about to be talking about. Excellent. But they yeah. did a Chris Brown one, which was their last one. And the one coming up, obviously, because they just did Chris Brown, is the one coming up is Bad Girl Riri. And for this specific one, um, they are enlisting the help of um, some uh, South Australian or Australian YouTubers. I don't really watch them. Sorry if you're listening. <laughs> um, sure to um, make a mannequin challenge. In the club. Now, I don't want to go too far into it, but it is going to be pretty epic. It's going to be Mr. Kim's filled with. I, I, she's just like, I'm not sure what to talk about because I don't know if it's going to be out or not. Mm. Um, Basically, it's just going to be a mannequin challenge and it's going to be. And it's going to be. Sick. Absolutely lit. It's so get ready so for that cool. when that comes out. So keep out. your eyes out for that. And then that brings us into events coming up in Adelaide. Events coming. Yes. What have we got? Our segue game is strong. Now, I thought I'd um, add this to the podcast. Um, we are a podcast with Adelaide in our name and we don't really or haven't really talked about stuff at least coming up. So I've um, thought I'd mention some of the stuff that is going to come up and I'd like to get your Excellent. thoughts on each of them, Dan. Okay. Um, today, as of recording this podcast, Adele has recently, uh, of today, sorry, um, released or she tweeted tour Australian tour dates. And that excites me greatly. Yes. So she's going to be here in March 13th. That's not super coming up, but I guess it 
Council's coming up, but she was yeah. released today, so it's worth talking about. My mum ran into my room at like 7.30 in the morning and woke me up. She said, I was going on tour. It's the best day of my life. <laughs> that was a great my mum impression, by the way. Um, so that's coming up. Um, that's pretty expensive. Really cool. uh, Adelaide Oval. And... I think that's a great choice. Yeah. So surely it'll be a summer event. Yeah. Well, yeah. March. Yeah, true. Um, oh, because nothing else is happening in Adelaide at March. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, they know how to plan well, don't they? Um, but, like, I was thinking, Adelaide Oval, the people that sell at Adelaide Oval are, like, ACDC, mm. Bon Jovi, and people like that. Like, Taylor Swift, oh, yeah, Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Like, Macklemore, Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Fuck you guys. Adele is going to probably sell 55,000 tickets at the Adelaide In Oval. In an hour or something. Yeah. Um, pretty expensive, really too, exciting. if you want the best quality tickets so far that have been released. or well, not released, but, like, written pre-sale, about, like, yeah. pre-sale stuff. It's three hundred nine dollars. Yeah. Um, anyway, That's coming up from that, the uh, Adelaide Test is coming up. I don't know, Daniel Sports. Um, yeah. For kind of Daniel, but uh, anyone who um, what um, is that? <laughs> uh, the cricket Test match. Cricket um, we've already. Days. We've. Um, I'm really disappointed that I actually haven't been to a, an event at the new Adelaide Oval. Oh. But uh, oh, something another thing I w- went to. Speaking of Adelaide Oval, was the Feast Festival picnic in the park, which yeah, was next right. to Adelaide Oval. <laughs> And that was a great event. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's already happened. So that is wrong segment. Feast Festival is Feast Festival still is happening. Oh, I love it. And there's a lot of really cool shows, so you should check out the yeah. program. So um, the Adelaide Test Match, um, we've already lost the series Australia, um, but oh, um, RIP in pieces to that. But Adelaide Test is always a great um, a great <laughs> event because um, you can just like go out the back, get pissed, get a Pim's jug, get some great... <laughs> Um, food, drinks, watch some cricket, dress up if you're a member like me, yes, um, and uh, have a great old time. So that's coming up. Good um, that's the 24th to the 28th. That It's a day-night test as well. That's like... Yeah, nice. This, they're pretty Actually, good events. I'm going to make an effort to go to that. So like, that's um, like 2pm to 10pm, I'm fairly sure. Or, yeah, no, 2pm to 10pm. Um, so that should be a good event coming up. Um, now, events that should be at Adelaide Oval. <laughs> so, if Beyonce ever announces Australian tour dates for the Formation World Tour, I think it'll have to be at Adelaide Oval because if you've seen images or videos of the set... This is really Daniel's domain here. Which I'm I have seen back. many of. She's got this enormous kind of rectangular structure and it rotates, it lights up, it, pro- it projects images of her. That ain't going to fit in the entertainment centre. Yeah, no. They need some kind the of... The set is actually crazy, though. So that's going to be really cool. Would also, say, I'd like yeah. to see Ariana Grande come to Adelaide. I wouldn't. <sighs> this is the second time this has happened. <laughs> what about Little you Mix? unbelievable. <laughs> like if you saw Little Mix on X Factor last night. Daniel does not like this because I missed it. They were right at the beginning. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. Shout out to my ex. <laughs> hey there, guys. It's, it's Little Mix. Mix. Um, hey, Mixers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing on that weekend of the test match um, is Bass Hunter coming to the Thurman Theatre. Oh, man. Which is pretty lit for all you 2006 Raw XD MySpace honeys out there. <laughs> <laughs> all you random LOL XD guys. I really wanted to go, but I've got P-face. work. <laughs> I've really got to go, but I've got work. Um, Birds of Tokyo, 18th of November. Are they which, coming? Yeah, they're, cool. at the, they're at the Thurman Theatre on the 18th of November. I can't remember. That's in two Has that sold out already? I don't know, surely. Um, R&B Fridays, yeah, boy, that's at Titanium Security Arena. Um, oh, I know someone who got tickets to that. Um, Shout the, out if you're listening. 22nd of November. Supernova's this weekend. I'm pretty disappointed I don't get to go to that again this year. I love Supernova. It'll be back. Um, it will be back. There's great people. I think Nathan Fillion's going to be there, and he's 
like one of the highest paid people in the world at yeah. the moment on TV. It's good that Summer's coming he's, up because there's actually a lot of stuff yeah, like, to happen. Yeah, like he's Firefly, Castle, Serenity, all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, and as I mentioned before, So Far Gone, Bad Girl Riri, that's on the 25th of November at Mr. Kim's. Yep. Um, and something that I thought I would have heard about, Dynamo, tomorrow night at the Entertainment Centre. Rando, in the theatre or the arena? I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> but, like, I don't care about Dynamo. <laughs> I don't really go out to find news about Dynamo, but I feel like that's something that would have been pushed yeah. in my face by like, Channel 7 yeah, or something. Yeah, I feel like Dynamo is just like a washing detergent. <laughs> that's what I'm picturing here. Like, what what does Dynamo do? <laughs> they're, 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 they're washing... Uh, ability Bam. is 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 magical. Bam and the dynamo is gone. <laughs> wow! Well. Wow! Okay. All right. Um. So, Sean Smith review, Jack. Sean Smith review. Um. Quite fruity flavors. Um. I've had three glasses, so I've I only had like, like pr- pretty good, like almost finished two. But they, I will let you know that they're, they're not big glasses. No, we're not absolutely sloshed. Yeah, we anymore. actually are very sensible. Um. Like this is like a quite a young company. Eighty nine. There's just. Two brothers okay. um, in the Adelaide Hills. So, Barossa, I'm fairly sure. Let where's, me read where, the back where, of the label. Where's the cellar door? Do we know? Um, Jones Road, Balhanna. Oh, that's in the hills then. Yeah. Cool. Um, Jones Road, Balhanna. They, this is their cheapest bottle. 25 bucks for a um, Sav Blanc, but it is worth it. We they do a great $40 Chardonnay. Um, and their Shirazes are considered some of the best and in the world oh, in Australia, cool. um, which I haven't had a chance to, because they're like yeah. $70 we could, minimum. For our drink of the episode, we could just do Wine Region, and that will like outlive the like lifespan of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. There are just um, so many. But I'm glad that I saw it a little bit Hit us up if you, li- if you had a glass of uh, Rockford's Alicante Boucher after last episode. Did I tell you that someone came into work and asked for that? Have I? And you didn't have it. Oh my God, so yeah. You can, you can only get it. At the cellar door or the Ed Cellars. I'm telling <laughs> I you. I can't believe that we haven't done a podcast since this was asked to me at Dan Murphy's. Someone asked me, and I just pissed myself laughing, do you have Rockford's Alicante Bouget Rosé? And I had to, just thinking about Daniel Say, I had to just stop myself from piss absolutely rolling <laughs> on the ground. And oh my, and like I was so like, Bouget, oh, Bougie, same I thing. just, oh God, it was so funny. And yeah, we don't have it, so don't come crying to us if you want some uh, Rockford's Alicante Bouget Rosé. I no longer to get it. I mean, he's halfway to the cellar door at McLaren Bound. Oh no, they're in the Barossa. Yeah. They're in the Barossa. So their wrong, door's completely really, wrong way. <laughs> their cellar door's really cool, actually. Mm. We should do a wine tour. The uninspiring Adelaide wine tour. Uh, just me and you. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, nah. Invite the fans. Yeah, we'll, Win see, tickets. We'll, make a, we'll make an event. If we get a thousand followers on Twitter, I'll, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll make that a thing. Mate, if we get a thousand followers on Twitter, I'll quit my job. <laughs> oh. Is there anything invite. else you want to talk about today, Daniel? Nah, I reckon that's pretty much everything that we've got it covered. But there's some cool stuff coming up. And uh, we say this every every episode, but uh, we should try and not be so lazy. <laughs> Don't be so lazy. Get up and clean your room. Oh, uh, Nathan, get up and clean your room. And I think that's where we'll end that podcast today. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Long Thank live. you very much, Adelaide. Long live the memes. Oh, uh, Don't get too uninspiring, Ad- Adel. Keep it real. Oh, I'm so drunk.